This is great podcast material. Yeah, by the look way. at pictures of Kevin's just, face. Kevin's just showing me fun <laughs> pic- selfies on his phone. <laughs> Um, I recently ended my experiment of how long can I grow my hair yeah. before I go crazy. Yeah. And it lasted a couple months. It doesn't look very long now. No, because I went, I cut it much shorter. <laughs> but I usually, so I get my hair cut every two months-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and it usually, like, the top usually gets cut down to fairly short, just yeah. like a couple inches. Um, and... So I got my hair cut, and then two months later, I went and got my hair cut, and they just trimmed the sides, and they left the top. Okay. So I went another two months without with it continuing to grow, and it was longer than my hair's been since the dark times of middle school. <laughs> <laughs> and it was too long? And, yeah, because it's, like, just starting to, like, get hot out, yeah. right? Like, summer is creeping in. Like, yeah. there was some, like, in the 90s days, and... I just had this giant mat of hair and it was getting very humid and there were days where like I would get out of the shower and I'd like brush it over and it would like, you know, fall to the side. <laughs> and it was like long enough that it would like fall over to the side and I yeah. kind of, I kind of liked it. And then an hour later it would be dry and would just go straight out in every direction. <laughs> and, and there was nothing I could do about it. Yeah. No product. No, because I like I, that's also like my whole deal is I'm not going to put product to my hair because I can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have any level of maintenance to my hair. Yeah. Um. So instead of having luxurious, thick, beautiful, long <laughs> brown hair, I just cut I'm it all off again. again. Yeah, that's okay. Because it's much easier. It is much easier. So, having long hair is a lot of work. So much easier. And I don't even do all the work I should, and it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it might... Like, I don't spend very much time in the shower dealing yeah. with my hair. But for you, you yeah, have I've a... Got, I don't know if you've seen, like, my hair down in a while. No, it's almost always in a... Yeah, I keep it in, in a, a ponytail or a braid, but, like, that's my hair. Yeah, you you <laughs> look like the, the bassist in a... Every metal band ever. A... <laughs> <laughs> you look uh, too friendly and approachable for a metal bassist. That's but... fair. Yeah, man, that has fallen I've over got, your like shoulders. It's, like it's down almost to my waist, sitting down right now. Yeah, yeah, it's touching your pants at the yeah. ends. It's be, it's incredible. It's like amazing I, hair. I love it. Like I love having long hair. But you spend how long shampooing that? Some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't wash my hair every day. Like that's right. Of course, that's a thing. Um, so it's probably every two to three days that I shampoo. Yeah. Um, I it, yeah it's it's work yeah are you ever tempted to cut it off I was not too long ago um and then it passed and I'm cool now yeah yeah it was it was like a brief like huh I cut my hair do you want this like do you do you look to the future with your hair like do you can see yourself having very long hair like you do for a long time yeah oh yeah yeah like it's it's something I've always like since middle school I've wanted long hair. Like mm. it's it's always been a thing that I've really liked. Uh in in elementary school I started quote unquote growing my hair out. Yeah. Uh yeah. And through I want to say eighth or ninth grade, I had a wicked mullet. Mm. On purpose or just because that's how it went? That's how it went. So basically it was I was growing it long in the back. And but I'd still go get haircuts, and they'd cut everything up front, very you know, 
chili bowl short. Very business. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that's what it was at the time. Yeah. Uh, but I go back and look at pictures and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's real melody. <laughs> Uh, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in college I grew it out. I started growing it out because I was, uh, away from home. So I was like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I would grow it out and it would get to like shoulder length, which is not untypical for college students who are just lazy and don't cut their hair. Yep. Um, and I would ever, I would cut it if I was like cast in a play and they're like, you need to cut your hair. And I'm like, okay, cool. I would do that. Right. And the last time I cut it short was right before going into student teaching. So I had it pretty long. It was probably shoulder length, maybe not quite that long. Mm-hmm. But I'd pull it in a ponytail most of the time like I, like I do now. And I, my student teacher, my student teaching advisor, it's not the teacher I was teaching with, but like the professor, yep. um, like pulled me aside one day. And she's like, Kevin, like you're in Lubbock. <laughs> and I don't actually care what your hair looks like but you're going to have some problems student teaching if your hair looks like that in Lubbock. Hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah. And doing what she thought was right for me. And I can't really argue with her yeah. being, you know, having lived in Lubbock. Um, and so I cut my hair right before I started student teaching. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time I cut it short. And you, you like trim it every now and then. Yeah. Right? I trim it. I'd say about once a year, every six months Just or so like to keep it healthy. Yeah. And by trim it, I mean like go to a barber and let them trim it because <laughs> yes. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And other than that, I just let it go. Um, and this is, this is seven years of growth, mm-hmm. seven, eight years. Do you wear it like down at home? Uh, not much. Like, like I'll I'll braid it, or if I get out of the shower, I'll I'll have it down. Mm-hmm. I've never seen you with, like uh, with it braided. Yeah, I bet that would be a. That's... I've worn it braided to your apartment. Really? Yes. I've never noticed it. Yeah, being all that different from. Which it's not significantly different from a ponytail. Yeah, like I could braid my hair live on air right now. <laughs> um, Does Amy braid your hair? No, no, no. I had to learn to do it myself. <laughs> uh, that's. That's about right. Yeah, your hair, your ponytail isn't like super thick. So, yeah, it's it, not. It's, it's deceptive how much hair I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of hair. How braiding behind the head is a. What's how you do it? Well, yeah, but like. It still looks hard. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Learn from YouTube. Um, and this is not going to be a great braid. Like I, I understand braids. I know yeah. how they work, but. uh and I could probably braid someone's hair, but doing it, uh, yeah. Normally, if I do it, it's like when it's, when it's wet and the hair is much more straight because my hair is naturally somewhat wavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's wet, it becomes a little easier. When um, what? So when I was in middle school, the longest my hair's ever been was, oh my god, H- have I told you this? I don't think so. My middle school hair, um. 6th, 7th and 8th grade I grew my hair. Okay. Um there might have been like a trim or two yeah. in there, but I wanted my hair to get as long as possible. Sure. I I understand that. Uh yeah. <laughs> so um, this is this is a real uneven braid. <laughs> the it got long enough for the the back like the very longest point in the back of my head yeah. was like between my shoulder blades okay yeah right and and like up top it would like fall over my face and like down the sides like past my ears and stuff yeah um very very middle school long hair not like 
not like shoulder length, yeah. right? But but like chin length, almost there. Yeah. yeah. And I would like I would like keep it out of my right, like middle school long hair. Ugh. That that feels weird. Wait, that's, a, that's all sorts of that's all sorts of messed up. I think there's like a bump. Oh, there's quite a bump in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I get for trying to do it, like while recording a podcast. So for what it is, you did that very quickly. I'm still impressed. <laughs> that took you ninety seconds. Yeah, maybe? probably. Um, I have to do it right now though. <laughs> Um, and that and this was like my thing. Like Jesse was the kid with the kid with the long hair, weird long hair, and my hair is very thick and very wavy. I can see that, yeah. And but in so when I tried to grow my hair out recently, it never got to the point where it got so long that it falls down when it's dry. It yeah, only poofed up. But in middle school, it got to fall down length. It got heavy enough. Yeah, I'm getting sweaty, so I'm just gonna put this back. I'm gonna point it. <laughs> I'm not gonna braid it again in front of you. Um, that's quite all right. And looking back at photos of myself, I'm like, dear God, why did I do that? Right? It looks horrible. Sure. Right? It's middle school That's awkward. All middle school photos look terrible. Yeah. Um, but I did something that I'm very conflicted on looking back. Mm-hmm. Uh, this decision, part of me thinks it was still super awesome and part of me is horribly mortified. Color me intrigued. So I was chosen... Um, I don't think we did like valedictorians or anything in, okay. in, middle, in middle school, school. Um, but I was chosen to give the speech uh, for my eighth grade graduation. Like awesome. I was the member of my yeah. class who, who spoke. Yeah. We had like an essay contest in, sure. my, in my one. Um, and I thought it would be real funny if I bicked my head. I don't know what it means to Bic. Do you know what a Bic razor is? Yes. It's when you take a Bic razor to your head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a buzz cut. Yeah. But even more. And then because then you then because then you razor it. You, yeah. So it's a shave. fully shaved head. Yeah. So I, like I took a you know I took clippers and yeah. I clipped yeah. all my locks off and then yeah. I bicked it. <laughs> the day before, like the, I, the I went, home, I went home from school, yeah. cut all my hair off. And then the next day was eighth grade graduation and I show up and like, nobody knows who I am. That's pretty badass. And then I like, I get up on stage in front of my whole school yeah, and to like give, give a speech. speech and they're like, and this is Jesse and he's going to give a speech. And I stand up and everyone's like, what? <laughs> Cause I had spent th- like fifth grade having normal hair yeah. and three years growing it out. That's pretty awesome. And then I had, a shaved head and i discovered that my head's a really weird shape yeah and, and then uh, never again and then since then i've just had normal length hair yeah for the most part yeah i did uh i didn't cut my hair but i did shave uh as part of a performance piece once mm. um the act of shaving was in the performance yeah nice. yeah so i shaved my face as part of the performance nice um it was a it was a ri- uh, self-written piece for a uh women in theater class that had a performance element mm-hmm. so we had to produce a short performance you know 10 minutes or so at the end of uh the semester were you did you have a significant beard to yeah i would i off? would say it wasn't this long but it was significant yeah the, there's video on the internet <laughs> you make a lot of references to videos on the internet of you doing interesting things there's a lot of interesting videos of me on the internet <laughs> Not anything recent, but like college era. Are these all collected in a like Kevin's YouTube account? Kevin does have a couple YouTube accounts. I've got two. See, that's the problem. There's a couple YouTube accounts. Yeah. Well, there's there's one that has the cool videos and the other one has the... Um... 
the really cool videos. <laughs> <laughs> the other one has the thing I tried to do. I wanted to be like song a day guy, but instead of doing songs, because I have no musical talent, I was going to review something every day. It was called Kevin Review Something Every Day. Wow. And I did it for a few months. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I, I, it's still kind of fun. They're little short, like two minute videos uh-huh. of me like sharing an opinion on a thing. Would you would you call that vlogging? Were you a vlogger? Uh, it wasn't quite vlogging because it was really vlog? just about the thing. But it was as close as I've ever gotten to vlogging. Were you a lifestyle vlogger? I wish. I did do a haul video for one of my Kevin Reviews Something Everyday videos. What's a haul video? That's when uh, it's, it's something vloggers do, and particularly lifestyle vloggers do, is they go shopping and they share their oh, shopping haul. Haul, yes. Haul. I thought you were talking about hallway. No, it's I was like, talking did about you like, walk down a fun hallway. Like a horde of things. Mm, hauling, uh, haul videos and, and photos are popular amongst a very interesting internet subculture yeah. of shoplifters. Oh, I didn't know that as well. There is a. Uh, I know it's on Tumblr. Uh, I don't know if it exists on other communities, mm-hmm. but there is a, a shoplifter shoplifting community. community on Tumblr, and they go steal things, and then they post photos of the stuff. I'm that they less stole. excited about that. Yeah, it's sometimes it's uh, amazing. Sure. Um, because people can steal a lot of things, the most unbelievable things. Yeah. Um, I saw one where someone stole a couple of lobster. From a grocery store. <laughs> That's pretty intense. You like pick your own lobster? Like they yeah. stole some lobster. Wow. But. That's crazy. So what did you haul? It was DVDs. Mm. I went to. So when I was when I was a big DVD collector, I was really into it heavily. Um, Blockbuster still existed. Uh. And Blockbuster would do like these. And not every Blockbuster did, but my favorite Blockbusters did. Like five for 20 DVD sales. Whereas all the stuff that had come out in the last year, they had 30 copies of and they did like two copies of now. Mm -hmm. And they would put them in crates in the store and it was five for 20 bucks. That's awesome. And so I would go scroll through those and get like a ton of my DVDs are all in blockbuster cases. (laughs) Like it's the fancy, like you see still the image of the DVD like cover, but it's like in a blockbuster style case. Yep. Because I would buy them there. And so I did a haul video for my blockbuster sale once. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can count. I like to say this. I can count. I think on one hand, all of the times that I've completely shaved my face. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I used to. I used to be clean shaven. So when I was late to facial hair. Sure, I was too. That didn't stop me. Really? I mean, I like I went into college with like some long sideburns. Yeah. See, I went into college with almost no facial hair at all um but like through college so like from 20 from from like from 18 to like 21 i was like staying clean shaven because nothing of significance could grow on my face yeah um that's a good reason and then after that it was like like i would let it let my hair my facial hair grow for like a couple weeks Mm -hmm. to like, I was constantly like seeing how far I could get and then shaving it off again when it started to look too gross. And then I reached a certain point where it mostly covered my face enough where you could call it a beard. Okay. And from then on I stopped. I have not put a razor to my face and I, and I just trim it. Yeah. Do you use an electric for your cheeks or, uh, sorry. No, I do. I do use a razor for like my cheeks and my neck. Okay. Um, 
but for my hair i just just i just trim it yeah to a i keep it short i don't let it grow away from my face too long i'm i'm interested so we we talked hashtag millennials earlier Mm -hmm. i'm interested in like the cultural things that brought the beard back to prominence like i don't know what happened that because like 80s 90s nobody had beards yeah um 60s 70s more people had beards mm-hmm. 50s nobody had beards yeah like there's there's clearly a cycle and we are we are in a very full beard cycle right now beards, beards are, are so everywhere cool they're yeah. so cool everyone needs a beard and and so like i grew up wanting a beard like i've known like that's why i've ne- i can count on one hand the times i've shaved like mm. i've always wanted to have a beard yeah uh, and but I grew up like that, and I thought I was like, oh, I'm cool and unique because I want a beard, and everyone around me is clean shaven because mm. that's what was popular in like the 90s before beards were came back. But clearly, like, everyone, everyone else, everyone else felt the same too. way, yeah. which is fascinating to me because everyone's got a beard now. Well, every person who can grow a beard feels like are growing beards. Yes, yes. most most people who can do. Yeah, which um, is is fascinating that that we hit that cultural moment somehow yeah what was it that was influencing all of these yeah. beard havers as children i don't know it's it's fascinating just to think about because it, it has mm. like culturally and i'm not somebody who intentionally like follows trends or things like that and yeah. as you've probably noticed <laughs> <laughs> but like i get sort of like how these sort of style movements come about yeah. Like, okay, hipsters all look a certain way. They all have this sort of style and dress. Yep. And it's not that they, I mean, some of them are probably choosing to dress like themselves or like other people in that sort of style. But like the fact that I've always just grown up desiring a beard means other people probably just desired to look the way they do and then got to an age where they can look the way they want mm. and are choosing to do that. But there's something weird at a cultural level going on where we all hit that. Right. And we, we hit a certain cultural mass. Right. Cultural critical mass. Yeah. Yeah, that is really strange. I'm sure there's probably some like really good articles out there that have investigated the cultural landscape to figure out why this happened. Yeah, but I, like I what's what's I going on there? Something. Yeah, um, it was interesting for me because like it just seemed like obvious to me. Like as soon as I could grow a beard, I just kept it. Yeah, I never wanted to be clean shaven. I n- I never remember like really wanting a beard mm-hmm. but i just never felt it as like i never want to be clean shaven because it's a lot of work it is right like if all if beards go out of style and all of a sudden i feel uncomfortable having facial hair because no one else does yeah. and i like have this like social pressure to shave my face i'm gonna be so annoyed yeah because i'm gonna be like shaving every morning or no something. thank like, you oh that sounds ter- shaving is so much work yeah um that's why i've done it five times <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, but I like, think I've done it less than five times. I just want to be clear. <laughs> well, like similar for you, you're just a little bit older than me. So like, yeah. as soon as you've been able to have a beard, you've had a beard, mm-hmm. except for the couple times. And then before that, some too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm really interested in people in their like 30s, 40s mm-hmm. who came of beard growing age. In, in and, the 90s. Yeah. Right. And, and stayed clean shaven and then now are... Are able to grow a beard. Well, like they've been, they were able to grow beards. Well, are allowed to. Right. And now they're culturally allowed to. So they do like, there was at maybe not a conscious decision. Yeah. But like they all went through an actual switch of behavior. Yeah. From being clean shaven to not. Like we culturally moved from a time when 
you didn't have a beard to a time when you do. Yeah. Did, were there like men in your family or in your life who did have beards that were like, uh, my dad had a mustache and has had a mustache my entire life, barring like a three month period where he shaved it, mm-hmm. um, which was for a performance, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is one of the reasons I'm kind of cool with shaving. If I have to go on stage or I have to cut my hair to go on stage, it's like, <laughs> well, that's for a thing. Um, yeah. he performed in basically in drag. It was not like a drag performance, but he played a woman on stage mm. um, and had to shave his mustache for that. Uh, and the first time I saw him, like I felt ill and had to leave the room without, his without mustache? a mustache. Like it was that impactful. Like physically. Yeah. Like I weird. It was very, it was a very weird reaction. I had to like go into another room for a while. What? Yeah. How old were you? 15. That's so strange. It was, it was very weird. And I, and I got used to it. And I was cool with it after yeah. a while, but like the first time, like I knew he was going to shave and like we were like celebrating, taking pictures and all that sort of stuff. And then he was in the kitchen we were talking or he was saying something. I came down and he was in the room and when he was talking and I wasn't looking at him, it was fine. But as soon as I looked at him, I was like, oh, this is wrong. <laughs> like that's not, that's the wrong voice for your face. <laughs> yeah. Like um, some, like my father is a different person. Yeah. Now. Like, um, and so he's always had a mustache and in like all of his old photos, he's got a mustache, he's had a mustache forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a couple times in my life grown a beard. Like when we went to summer camp one year, he, he just didn't shave while we were at summer camp and then mm. grew a beard after that for a little while. Yeah. Um, and then he cut it cause he's like, well, it's work to maintain a beard. And it is like you have, I oil my beard every day. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you have to keep it nice. That's why I keep mine short. Yeah. Cause <laughs> you, well, that's, that's just it. You don't have to do as much if you keep it short. Yeah. Um, but like there was like, I don't, I can't point to like a bearded presence in my life that I was like looking towards or idolizing. Mm. Yeah. My, I don't remember any like significant beards in my life. My my dad had a mustache most of his life. Mm-hmm. Like every once in a while it got shaved off. Um I never had that kind of reaction yeah, to it. Yeah, I was I was that's shocked ama- that's at amazing. my reaction. Um cuz you know like like that feeling in your gut. Yeah. Like you're not that's so different from just like a mental like oh my gosh, you look different. It's like yeah, your it's like, your body's rev- like revolting against something. Yeah, this is wrong. That's so strange. Um my dad doesn't never had. I don't even know if my dad like can grow a full beard. He's very light on his facial hair, but he can yeah. grow. You can grow a mustache, and um, he went like pretty. He went gray very young. Uh-huh. Uh, so he, he now he has like either a mustache or like sometimes he'll grow out like a full goatee. Sure. Um, and it's a very nice gray. Yeah. Goatee. Um, but he also, uh, went completely bald very young. Uh, so he's been bald as long as I can remember him yeah. and keeps the mustache uh, mm-hmm. and he like he bicks his head every morning. Yeah. So when I. Uh, such a hassle. Yeah. Because <laughs> like he gets just enough hair like little tiny yeah, things Yeah, it's a hassle. There, but he but he can do it in like three minutes. Sure. Just, well, he's got lots of practice. Same way I can braid my hair in no time flat. Right. I do have one gray hair in my mustache. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's easy to see. It's easier to see my mustache brush is brushed out. Um, but I, I like it. I think it's cute. <laughs> I, I have found a couple gray hairs in my, yeah. in my head recently. I like the idea of getting gray hair. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, we have, we have the benefit of being able to become distinguished because we're dudes. Yes. We don't have to become uh societally revolting with yeah. age. Yeah. 
which is uh, nice. We just get even more handsome. I mean, it's it's hard to beat what I got, but uh, <laughs> I'll work on it. <laughs> um, I got one of those faces for radio. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'll... I really hope I never get to a point where like beards become out of style enough where I feel like I shouldn't have one anymore. And like I I'm start, too stubborn to not. Like I'm probably okay with being like the person who just like, oh, they kept their beard. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's like twenty thirty three and we're like, Oh, look at uh old Jesse there, well, still with the beard. It'll look like someone like wearing bell bottoms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Oh yeah. Like, oh pff, God, that's so twenty tens. Mm-hmm. Like with a beard. Beard. Right. Um, Everyone just grows their uh, their side hairs out really long. <laughs> the monk cut and shave. The oh yeah, yeah, just, just the, the middle. Ring. Yeah. Um. Oh, Theo's out. Can you see him? I cannot. He's just standing in front of the coffee table, looking sad that his bowl is empty. Oh, poor Theo. I listened to your commentary. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? I wanted this to be like the first thing we talked about and then I kept forgetting. That's okay. I kept talking about Orb too much. Yeah. Bye, um, Theo. I miss you. Yeah, your bowl's empty. I'm sorry. No. Um, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Great. I, did, you, did you sync it up with the podcast? Yes. Okay. So I, I listened to it <laughs> while editing it. Okay. Because um, I, like I, I dropped it in GarageBand with the podcast track yeah. and I... And I ducked them against each other. Okay. So it sounds like a commentary. Oh, that's like, great. Like there's there's pauses where you're not talking <laughs> and you just hear the episode. Yeah. And then when you bring it up, I you duck the fade other, it yeah. down and you come up. That's great. Um, although I got very familiar with how your car sounds. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, like when you're when the engine comes on yeah. and like the AC comes on, yeah, and it's all very clear. There's all yeah, and you can like really see it in the waveform. Oh, I know, too. I could I could see it in the waveform when I was doing it in voice memos. I'm like, oh yeah, that that's kicked on. Um, overall, like it, it did actually sound pretty like it, it was sounds totally fine, and I was yeah. able I was able to just like throw an EQ on in. It sounds oh, great. Sounds pretty good. Um, but I thought it was hilarious. Uh, it was really enjoyable to like listen to your little unrelated asides of like like complaining about someone driving in front of you or talking about going to Whole Foods and sitting in the parking garage yeah. and you called out like when I texted you while you were sitting yes, in the garage. Yes, I did. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's really funny. Um, Are we going to release it? So what I want to do yeah. is um, I want to release it as a special episode of project unicorn great because vanessa and i didn't get to record for me to release uh, an episode of project unicorn tomorrow okay so i thought this would be a great thing yeah that's fantastic because it follows like it's the previous it's right after so it's you get episode six and then episode seven is the commentary (laughs) on episode six episode six commentary i really enjoyed the title jesse's hole yeah i told you that you'd you'd get that joke (laughs) which i'm keeping as the title of the episode um If you want to release that as an episode of Unprepared as well, I will. Okay. Um, I, and I like I recorded a little like intro. Yeah. Sort uh, of explainer to explain what you're about to listen to, <laughs> but like I can record. It's like addressed for Project Unicorn, yeah. but I can record it. I mean, like, I'm okay dropping this. that as an episode of of yeah <laughs> the show too. I think that would be really. I fun. think our you know six fans might appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you enjoy that was. 
the first episode of Project Unicorn. You've oh no, you listened no, to I all listened of it. I listened to it regularly. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. right. That, that's why you I just listened to it blind. Right. So or, or deaf. I don't know. I listened to it with no preparation. Right. I didn't know what it was going to. Unlike a movie commentary where you like have seen the thing ahead of time. Right. I was just reacting in the moment. So it sounds like there were. Uh, there was a couple things I wanted to touch on. You yep. were confused about. Um, did you ever figure out how Vanessa got burned? No, I just assumed it was a really bad sunburn. Yeah, you, it started as like sunburn, and then she started talking about how bad it was. And yeah, like, and I was I was concerned. Um, she uh, had a hookah tip over onto her legs. Oh, that's terrible. Yes. So the the hookah, which was nice and hot, I'm sure embers. Yeah, just landed right on her legs. Oh. She got some. Did you ever see them? No. She had some very, very extreme burns oh, all over her legs. Is she getting better? They're they're fine. Okay. Yeah. Um. They're she took care of them very well, and they're. Totally I just healed. assumed it was like really bad sunburn. No. Um. Like a really like third degree sunburn would be worse because you'd have like full coverage burn. Yeah. Well, I, I had uh, I've had second degree sunburns on my neck. Really? Which I may have talked about it in the podcast. You mentioned it in the comments. I thought about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That sounds bad. I'm a summer job. I've had bad sunburns, but never beyond. A yeah, I've had second like degree. blistering up, Ugh. getting real bad. Ugh. Yeah, that was a That's that terrible. was that was a terrible week. Yeah, I worked that job for one week. <laughs> I um, I used to volunteer at Soulfest, a music festival during okay. the summers in New Hampshire, and uh, doing we'd spend a week building the stages before the festival started, mm-hmm. and you we worked like 12 hour days yeah. in the sun and i like just didn't use sunscreen Ugh. one day for or for like a couple days yeah and i i don't remember blisters but my nose was purple Ooh. yeah like it Ugh. it was really badly burned and it went from red to purple that's bad yeah it's a bad color um you also mentioned and this i think this is interesting to talk about you mentioned feeling bad slash odd about me talking about the same things on both podcasts oh yeah like i tell stories on (laughs) unprepared and i also talk about them it's like i've heard this story (laughs) right yeah i was talking i was talking about my sickness yeah 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 and you knew the i knew uh, the end i already knew what happened because i had talked to you about it before um but like i like i it's not like i'm unaware that i do that (laughs) But I didn't. I didn't expect it to be seen as a negative thing. I guess if someone listened to both shows, it would be boring. Yeah, I don't know. I was just being finicky. I was, yeah. But like, I enjoy it because I have a very specific kind of conversation with you, (laughs) and then I have a very different kind of conversation with Vanessa. So I get to talk about my sickness with Vanessa, and it's a. She talks about how everything happens for a reason she and does. at the right she time and it's a very mystical thing and then yes. i talk about my sickness with you and it's my life at you and it's funny and we talk <laughs> about me dying yeah um <laughs> but it'll happen for a reason right yes it will when i die it will be for a reason yeah or not because you know life well, is yeah, meaningless that's true um yeah, did you uh did you enjoy doing the commentary it seemed like I you did. had fun i had a lot of fun i think it was like I said in the show, like it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you kept mentioning how stupid and bad yeah. of an idea it was. Yeah. And I vehemently disagree. I think it is an incredible <laughs> idea. So you want another one? Is that what you're saying? I would absolutely <laughs> listen to another one. I don't know if I should do it again driving. That seems like it was a terrible idea. Yeah. Were, did you feel very distracted? Is that why you felt so I felt so a unsafe? little distracted. Yeah. Like it was, it was more distracted than I typically am. 
but you listen to podcasts while driving, I right? I do. But, but this was also talking back to it and like trying to maintain the microphone of the thing near me yeah. so that I could hear it because I had the headphone in so I could hear the podcast without it blasting into the sound of the speaker of my phone as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to just like hold my phone or put it in my pocket. Like I had like, I think I had like a shirt pocket. It was like yep. sticking out of. Yeah. Um, I, there was a, I know there was a nice sound change when it went into your pocket. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, I can't fix it, but it's like, I, I need to drive. Uh, so I don't know what the environment, like just sitting in a room is probably the better environment. Right. Yeah. Like this, like put yeah. your microphone on a table and yeah, would have been the better but that option. That almost feels too much like you're doing a thing yeah like the impromptuness of like doing it while driving like makes it seem yeah like more fun and acceptable in a way sure like it if if you like were a person who sat down at a table with a microphone Mm -hmm. and recorded podcast commentaries that would be a very strange behavior that would be a very strange but if you're a person who like for fun every once in a while like you know just like while you're driving or something records a commentary your friend's podcast one of the reasons i was able to do it was because i have driven the road from work to here you weren't using your brain all that much to drive a lot so i know that path really well plus i used to drive half of it as i was going to work yeah so I I can do that very easily. Mm-hmm. If I was like trying to find a place while also doing that, I would have like yeah. killed someone. Um, I was disappointed that you didn't continue the commentary into Whole Foods. Okay, well I couldn't take my laptop with me as I was listening. You right, but I wish you had some setup that would have allowed <laughs> you to be wandering around the Whole Foods, listening to a podcast while recording a commentary, talking on it. into your shirt pocket like a maniac. <laughs> yes, you would have loved that. I would have loved that. Or or just kept it or listened to it and was silent, and I could have heard the sounds heard of the you sounds of Whole, Whole Foods, Foods, yeah, and like talking with the. Yeah. cashier or whatnot. Yeah, that would have been worthwhile. I, I will grant you that. That yeah. would have been a worthwhile experience. But carrying around a laptop with headphones. Yeah, trying to listen to the work. podcast while recording something else. Um, I had a experience similar to that yesterday in a grocery store where I was <laughs> not... I was the person who uh, people would have thought was doing was being very weird in a grocery store okay. yesterday. Um. I was out with Ellen yesterday and we were like walking around some park somewhere okay. and got caught in a torrential downpour. Yeah, it rained a lot. It rained a lot and we were in all of it <laughs> and we were like soaked through Yeah, because we had like a 20 minute walk back to yeah. the car. Ugh. So it was kind of fun. Yeah. Like summer thunderstorm. Yeah. Like once you accept it, you can fun. be all right. But we had a very wet, cold drive. Yeah. We were, we came back here and we stopped at Whole Foods to get something for dinner mm-hmm. on the way back. And so we went into Whole Foods <laughs> just soaked, soaking wet, <laughs> like like look at like wet puppies, right? Like yeah. our hair is soaked. She had like had, had makeup on, so she had like raccoon oh. eyes. <laughs> like I, my shirt is like falling off of me. Yeah, and, um, like feet squishing, <laughs> right? And so we like run through Whole Foods and grabbed like just a couple things yeah and like in our hands then went and to then the left. register and like the cashier didn't say anything just like treated us as normal good cashier right like and i'm sure if you're a cashier at a grocery store like you see shit yeah all the oh time. yeah yeah um like we were probably one of the weirder things she saw yeah, that day you know, you know it was right definitely... but she's like oh these people are soaking wet whatever cool let right? me ring up their stuff um, beep beep 
but yeah, like we definitely got like a couple, like a couple eyes from yeah. people while we were walking around, which was enjoyable. That's funny. But yeah, <laughs> I always wonder, like, even when dry in a grocery store, like yeah. if you ever go into a grocery store to buy like a weird combination of things, yeah. you ever wonder if you're being judged by the cashier? Yeah, I like to, I like to like see if I can get weird things and put them together to buy. Mm, like do it on purpose? Yeah. Well, not on purpose, but like if I'm buying things, I'm like, what, what can I add to this to make it even weirder? Right. Hmm. Do you, I mean like you've worked customer service sales before. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of weird combinations to purchase at an Apple store. No, and I worked at a bookstore before that, which was not that weird. Although people did have some weird book selections. Right. Was it ever like uncomfortable? People ever uncomfortable being like, ooh, I'm buying this People were uncomfortable buying it, which I was uncomfortable selling it to them sometimes. Mm. Um, we did. I did have a woman once. I, I was working, not the registrar, I was working customer service. People come up and ask you to help find a book. And I did have a woman like asking me, like, I need a book on how to divorce my husband. <laughs> Oh, and it's like, oh, okay, let's go find those. Like, it's like divorce in Texas. First of all, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like, like oh, no, my, my favorite. Um, so I worked at a Barnes and Noble and we had, we had magazines behind the counter, yep. which we, you know, behind the counter magazines. Yep. And I had a woman come up to me and ask for Bazaar. Mm-hmm. And my initial thought was like, oh, Harper's Bazaar. Like that's a magazine. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's over, you know, on the rack. Uh, and I kind of point that direction. She's like, no, bizarre. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, I don't know a magazine called bizarre, but I, I go look at, she like points where the, where the behind the counter magazines were. Yeah. And yep, sure enough, there's one there called bizarre, B-I-Z-Z-A-R-E. Yeah. With a completely blacked out bag in front of it. So like you, you like no idea what's in this thing. Uh, probably um, filled with uh, some wild. Yeah. Some bizarre porn. Like that's what yeah. it was. Um, huh. but it was, I was like, I'm used to like people like buying Playboy or a penthouse. Like those were all like standard normal. Right. You know, if you're going to buy porn at a Barnes and Noble, that's the one you buy. Right. Which, what a weird place to buy porn. I didn't know Barnes and Noble sold porn. Yeah. Well, they sell like Playboy. I don't know if you can call that porn anymore. Well, they sell b- something called Bazaar. They, do. they did, or at least did. Yeah. But like if you're the kind of person who reads a porn magazine called Bazaar, don't you have like a source for that that's not yeah, it's Barnes, the Barnes and Noble, Noble. <laughs> go buy it from the 17 year old kid who's legally not allowed to see anything in his magazine yeah that's weird that you can sell it <laughs> but you can't look at it um yeah. I always feel a little weird uh, lately when I go to the library. I'm picking up a Harry Potter book. Yeah, I always feel a little weird being an adult man picking up Harry yeah. Potter. I'm like, I don't. Do you like, go to the self checkout? No, or do they don't have one. They don't have one at the, uh, at the my branch. Mine is a self checkout. I don't have to talk to anybody. Oh, it's nice. great. Um, but like, I'm like, please don't like, please don't comment on the fact that I'm an adult man reading Harry Potter, <laughs> right? Like, has anybody ever commented on the fact? No, and they don't because they're library employees. Like, yeah. they don't care. <laughs> Right, and that's that's the thing. Like, yeah. employees don't care. No, like you can feel self conscious about your weird combination of items, but like, whatever, they're just they're fine. They've always seen worse. Yeah. There's always someone who's gone in and bought a poor magazine called Bazaar. Uh, oh, I here's the thing I did recently that I did enjoy doing mm-hmm. uh, is we made a uh, like real margarita. Uh, like a fancy, like solid margarita. You mentioned that on your commentary. Did I? Yeah. Good job, me. I don't remember the context, but I remember um, something about a margarita. Well, so Amy, Amy's on a lot of painkillers. Yeah. Um, and well, she's trying to re- like not take many mm-hmm. um, because they're 
addictive and that's a problem. And so we're like very conscious of that. Right. And being like, be careful. Only is necessary. Um, and so like she's had no alcohol, obviously, cause you cannot take alcohol with these cause that's a real bad idea. Unless you want to really party. Yeah. Um, although she's pointed out like, it's not like any of the, you know, things she's taking, like make her feel like super awesome. It's just like, this just dulls the pain. <laughs> right. It's like, I don't, sorry, I don't see the benefit of taking these recreationally. They just make me feel woozy and less pain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, she would go like a day or two without any and got to the end of like a day and was like, I want like a margarita. Like I want an alcohol. To, it was really to celebrate the fact that she had passed her dissertation and she wanted to sort of celebrate graduating. Yeah. Um, and so I did some research and I went and found the, I found the ATK market test kitchen margarita recipe. And mm. I'm like, here's, here's going to be a solid, like class A margarita. Uh, and so we went out and bought some triple sack and bought some tequila, like some nice, like not top tier, but mid tier tequila and like squeezed a bunch of limes and a bunch of lemons and added alcohol and yeah. like shook it up and like made like an honest to goodness margarita mm. over ice and they were real good. Yeah, that sounds really good. Like, and the 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 work and process of making that yeah. sounds fun. Too. I went in and bought a lemon squeezer. Really? Well, because I have one of those like like reamers, mm-hmm. um, and I don't like it because mm. it's a lot of work. So this is like the lever based one with like the two bowls that sit inside mm. of each other. Yep. Uh, and that's way easier. Keeps all your seeds. Yeah. So we got one of those, and I, you know, it's uh, five limes and two to three lemons, depending on the size of your lemon. That sounds delicious. Plus a I think it's two cups of maybe just a cup. It's a cup of tequila, tequila blanco, preferably a hundred percent agave because that's the real stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, some more triple sec, like not more than a tequila, but you know enough yeah. orange liqueur to yeah. top it off. Shake over ice, pour over ice. It's real good. I don't have a cocktail shaker, so I've been shaking them in a mason jar. Which works. Same effect. Uh, yeah, I put a bunch of ice in the mason jar with the with the alcohol and shake it up pretty good. Uh, but it's harder to strain. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like that's on my list. Like I need to get a cocktail shaker. That would be a good thing to have. Well, you've already got your lemon squeezer. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, of martinis, I mentioned, mentioned this when you were talking about brunch. Uh, so we were at Trudy's, and Trudy's is famous for... A lot of things, but one thing they're famous for is their Mexican martini, which is a drink they sell. Okay, um, and it is a and it is an award winning margarita. So it's not a martini. It's not a martini. It's okay. a Mexican martini. Uh, so they they bring it to you, and there's a martini glass, like just a standard martini glass that's got salt on the rim, and frozen not frozen but liquid margarita like in the martini glass, like no yeah. ice. Okay, um, but it's very cold because they gave they just they did it in a shaker and then poured it into that with an olive because it's a martini. Sure, sure. Um, but then they give you the tumbler full of the rest of it <laughs> and allow you to like refill into your martini glass. And yeah. it's it is like a tumbler full of, of alcohol, <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> and it's really good. Like it's they use really good alcohol. It's very tasty. Yeah. Um. But Amy, because we were celebrating for brunch, like I had a couple mimosas, Amy got a Mexican martini. Yeah. And our waiter, I don't know if this was our waiter or, again, the restaurant was having some trouble because, again, my tacos were very lackluster, just brought out the shaker (laughs) with a straw in it. (laughs) 
like just like completely acknowledging this is how much alcohol you are drinking right <laughs> yeah you don't get to have that little disguising of it yeah by... it's like i'm just putting in the martini glass it's a martini and you drink like four of them that's so funny yeah it's like um it's like the adult version of uh well, there's nothing wrong with doing this as an adult of like going and getting a milkshake. Yeah. And like you, they serve you they, the, the glass and, and the they glass have the, the, the extra. Yeah. You just get the extra in the mixer. Yeah. The mixer cup. Yeah. It's like that. It's yeah. It's very much the, the alcohol version of that. I'd rather have the milkshake. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you like more, if you like margaritas, it is a very good margarita. Yeah. Um, like, again, it, it is won awards for I, like top margaritas in Texas. I guess so. Um, yeah, but Amy got one of those and was was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> like went home and slept for four hours. Yeah, man, Doctor Amy. Yeah, Doctor. I shouldn't say her last name. Cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a fake last name you'd like me to edit in? Uh, Smith. There you go. <laughs> That's gonna sound really weird. You're gonna go, Doctor Smith. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> totally cut in you know yeah uh yeah no we're i'm very proud of her like i i don't have the words for it yeah like i I said on my when i put a thing on when i put it on uh, instagram like my the the caption was like unspeakably unspeakably proud Mm -hmm. because i i can't put it into words what it makes me feel to see her accomplish that yeah it's like such a humongous achievement yeah how long have you been together uh, it'll be eight years in November. Yeah. So, and so you've seen it through. Yeah. Yeah. I've the been there thing. the entire PhD process, yeah. uh, which, you know, I should get an award too. Good, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm sure you put in a lot of work into I put that. in a lot of work too. I didn't put as much as she did, but I did put a lot of work, not directly into it, but you know, just by being did, near. Did you get like a paragraph in there of your, I'm own? in the acknowledgements. I was like, I better be in the acknowledgements. <laughs> Did you, were, so this is actually interesting. Were you helpful in like the, like the actual process of like writing it? Did you do like editing? Or Very little. Consultation um, or so every like now that? and then she would ask me for like my opinion on a, on a passage or something like that. Yeah. Um, but mostly she like used her advisor for those sorts of things. Oh yeah. That, that thing. That yeah. Um, purposes. So I added something. I haven't read the full dissertation yet. Do you plan to? I would like to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've read. I've read most of the conclusion. I've read the introduction. I helped her pick which introduction. She had two different versions, and I was like, "These, these are my thoughts on both. This is what yeah. I like about this. this. Is what I like about this. This is what I think this accomplishes." Um, but like, I've not been deeply involved in the actual writing of it. Yeah. But um, it was the emotional support. <laughs> yes. I'm sure there's plenty of emotional support necessary. Absolutely, for a like PhD I, process. I I know people do it, but I cannot believe that people do like earn a PhD without an emotional support network mm. of some sort. Be it yeah. a partner, be it like amazing friends you can you can fall back on. Right, like it is just such a difficult task yeah. that doing it solo seems impossible. <laughs> Doing it with a good social network Doing seems it almost seems impossible. impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but being able to do it, you know, without someone like me, like I'm someone not trying to, to have emotional credit, breakdowns yeah. to right? someone to be there when everything falls apart, yeah. when it all seems hopeless, when you're never going to get through it. Like, and I, I came to Austin, like knowing that was going to be my job to a certain extent. Mm. Like I knew hey, we're doing the PhD thing. Like, this is what it's going to be like. And you don't know the depth of it, but like, that's, that's what I signed up for. 
Right, and you did that with the understanding. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. This was your role. Yeah. You can't, like, if I was, if I was doing a PhD while she was doing a PhD, we would have died. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. You'd be dead. We would both be dead. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm just so happy. And I don't think you know this. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but um, so PhD robes are a very big deal. You get your robe, mm. you have your hood, and you have your funny hat. Yes, her um, hat looked very funny. It's it's a very funny hat. <laughs> you work very hard to get a very funny hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but PhD robes are incredibly expensive. Like I'm sure thousand dollars plus because they're not just some like crappy yeah graduation. Like robe. even the low end ones are like eight hundred dollars. Wow. Uh, are they like custom made for you or anything? No. Okay. No. Um, and so there are people who like choose not to walk because they don't want to buy the robes. And there's people who rent the robes. A lot of people borrow the robes. Mm. Uh, and one thing that I'm, that I think is just really awesome is um, the robes Amy wore and, and now her robes were my grandmother's. No way. Yeah. So my grandmother, my, my dad's mom, earned her PhD many, many years ago. Um, and was always, was always a, you know, professor when I was growing up. Mm. Um, and we were visiting her, you know, not too long ago. I mean, it was, it was a year or two ago now. Um, and sort of talking about that. And my grandmother offered to like, let her have her robes. That's so cool. It is. It's so awesome. Um, and so she walked, she got her own hat and, and hood. Uh-huh. Cause you have to get a hood specific to your discipline. There's like colors and things like that. Mm. Um, but like the robes she was wearing and got hooded in were my grandmother's. Wow. Um, and so I sent her a picture. Like, I was like, Hey, this is Amy wearing your robes. Like, yeah, that must be, she did it. Yeah. That's um, awesome. yeah. Which is just an awesome, like thing to be able to do. Yeah. Even just knowing that you're like, you didn't just go buy something new and you have something like yeah. old that with like any kind of history. Is yeah. Cool. But like the family connection and yeah, that makes sort it of like heirloom. Special. Yeah. It's like uh, it immediately brought to mind like using like a family engagement ring. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's like it's in the same realm. Yeah, like your like your mom or grandma gives you a diamond for yeah. you to propose with that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, that was that was really cool. She gonna like like show off and wear them in public? Or uh, she wore her hat to dinner that night. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because you got to. <laughs> uh, it's funny because you you don't see people wearing their academic regalia very often anymore. But Usually like, just at graduation. Yeah, well, yeah. But so, like, in, like, the 50s, like, every formal event that you went to as a professor, like, with other professors, mm-hmm. you wore all your regalia. It's like being an uh, officer in the military. Like, yeah. if you go to any formal event, that's the formal dress you wear. Yeah. Well, not not quite to the extent of, like, you wouldn't go where other people weren't wearing their formal regalia their thing. But, like, any academic event, like, right. s- not social gatherings, but, like... Mm. Just things you would go to. Everyone was wearing their robes. Yeah, and now people just wear clothes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's and there's a huge long history of the robe and the academic regalia and like going back to, I said like the early days of Oxford. Amy pointed out like it probably goes back to like the Italians even further back. Wow, really? Oh yeah. Hmm. And that's what people would teach in. Were in their robes. Right. Yeah, and their hats. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I um. Yeah, like I don't. Without that context in history, they're just silly outfits. Yes, absolutely. But that's true for everything people wear. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're but they're especially silly because they're 
so abnormal to normal clothing. Yes, they're very atypical. Right, like a tuxedo is a silly outfit, but at least you're used to seeing people in tuxedos. Yeah, right? people wear tuxedos for lots of reasons. Right, but people, the only time I ever see people wear academic clothing is at graduations. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the idea of it. I love the like, it's so disconnected from modern reality. <laughs> it's so like esoteric. Yeah. And silly and strange mm-hmm. and it makes it really really cool yeah like i would love to i'm not gonna get a phd don't, but i would love to do it i would love to have <laughs> phd robes in uh, yeah. in hat and well so whatnot. i've got a master's robe um, yeah which is a different robe and i've got a master's hood mm-hmm. i still have the flat hat i don't get the cool hat until you get a phd yeah um and i've got a fair amount of regalia because i'm in like a couple different societies mm. so i've got like my phi beta kappa stole Mm-hmm. I've got my honors medallion that I wear because I got honors in my university. So like I've got like uh, I've got a rope. I don't remember what the rope's for. It might be Phi Beta Kappa. Is that the, like the around your neck? Well, so my, I've got a stole around my neck that's definitely Phi Beta Kappa, and there's like a it's like a braided fancy rope that I also wear for something. Hmm. Maybe like education. I don't. Know. I think it's my education. I wore the rope for. I had a white like tassel rope yeah at my high school graduation for being in the for getting the highest honors or whatever oh, good job and that's it i'm proud of you yeah yeah and you didn't even graduate college i did not graduate yeah, college so you didn't even have graduation stuff for that yeah so i don't have any of that fun that's stuff. okay i saw a lot of people uh i think it's really fun around graduation time like seeing people out and about yeah with like wearing their hats and stuff yeah um or like like dressed up and you know oh yeah. like oh, a bunch like, of people yeah, just graduated, graduated. yeah like, it's it's a legitimate accomplishment even just like a standard college graduation oh absolutely is a legitimate yeah accomplishment but like there was a like across the across the street there's like a courtyard and like a, some function yeah. rooms and stuff and there was some like party and like a like thirty people like oh, in that's great. fancy clothes and graduation hats I saw out my window and I was like oh look at all these people being young and achieving things good job yeah. Yeah, no, even getting through college is definitely an accomplishment. Did you try on the hat? No. Would that be, like, disrespectful? I don't know if it would be disrespectful. I know it wouldn't fit on my head. Oh. I got big head. <laughs> um, hmm. I think it, I wonder, like, is it, what's the, there's the term, um, is it s- stealing honor or something, I think the term is? or I don't know this. It's like if you're wearing military garb when you that doesn't correspond with what you should be wearing. Oh, yeah. That's... Or, or like if you weren't in the military and like you're yeah. wearing like a military jacket because you've got it at their store and think it's cool. Yeah. And like, there's someone pointed out something really funny. It's very disrespectful to do that. Well, so someone pointed out to me like uh, there's an interesting flaw in that argument. Uh, I think it was actually like Pendulette who said it, who talked about like you don't have to follow the rules of an organization you don't belong to correct so like wearing a mason ring like a ring for the people like you're not allowed to wear a mason ring unless you're a mason but that only applies if you're a mason right well i don't (laughs) care about the i don't care about the rules of mason mason ring or the masons or whatever yeah so i can wear a mason ring right um and it's like there's kind of an element of like well i'm not in the military I don't have to follow their rules. Right, like no, <laughs> no one can like, no one has any grounds yeah. to prevent you from doing that. Except it's just rude. It's rude. And I feel like the kind of people who would get mad about that 
are likely to be the kinds of people who would beat you up for it. Yeah, oh, that's quite possible. <laughs> and that's a, that's its own set of rules. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, it, like it kind of makes intuitive yeah. sense. Like, don't pretend you did something that takes, yeah. like, duty and sacrifice if you didn't actually yeah. Although it. I did see on Twitter, uh, you know the, the sheriff that everybody loves? Yes, and he has a bunch of... Uh, He's got a bunch Applebee's of random, n- random nonsense garbage is on it, his shirts. Is it Applebee's? Is that the flair? Uh, well, the the, the original there? reference, the the original like flair was uh, from a fake restaurant, but it was based off TGI Fridays. Oh, TGI Fridays, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was off like shenanigans or something. Was it they called the restaurant in yeah. office space? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's just wearing like garbage on his chest. Yeah, haphazardly arranged to kind of look like a bunch of military yeah. medals and decorations. Like, I find that super hugely disrespectful because he's pre- he is pretending to be something he is not. Right, right, and he is part of a not the military. He's a but he's, he's a police officer. He's a sheriff. He's a like sheriff. That's, yeah, but he's part of an organization that does have regulations for what you can pin on your uniform. Yeah, and he doesn't care. <laughs> and he says, "Fuck you! I want to look like a." general yeah so he puts a bunch of enamel pins on his yeah. jacket it'd be like me wearing a, like a fake military uniform with all my penny arcade pins <laughs> <laughs> like i put on my boy scout uniform as if i could still fit into it yeah and then like just cover it in penny arcade pins but like <laughs> carefully arranged oh like, absolutely in, like, like to make it stuff. meaningful right yeah to make it look important yeah and, yeah like a stature <laughs> what a fucking buffoon yeah Yeah, because I, until the, I never pay much attention to this guy, but until I saw this thing come across the yeah. internet recently, I just assumed it was. It meant something. Yeah, he's he's wearing military dress. He has yeah. pins on his jacket. Yeah. Like, That's got to mean something, right? Yeah, but nope. He nope, just likes It's pins. just garbage. He just puts pins on his it's jacket. meaningless garbage. It's like uh, uh, embarrassing middle school Jesse when he had really long hair, also wore a hat. Yeah, all the well, time. you gotta wear a hat with that. I but like I had a hat sure. that was like my thing. Yeah, and it was covered in like pins and buttons. Yeah, of course it was, and like patches and stuff. Yeah, um, it, it's the same thing as that. Yes, you, and it is as meaningful, y- if not, the hat may have been more meaningful. Mm, probably. Yeah. I feel like Orb can probably take care of that guy. Thanks, Orb. Thanks, Orb. Orb.